0: Hey everybody and thank you so much for tuning in to My Sentiments Exactly. My name is Kay and I'm your host. Today I have a very special guest, Desirea. She is the creator of Desi Maze, a blog discussing her journey as a parent, caring for a child with Lennox-Gastaut syndrome and shaken baby syndrome. Her goal is to bring awareness to her daughter's syndromes, inspire others, and heal from her past all while supporting and sharing affirmations to the community. She writes poetry, creates marketing ideas, tutors, sales products, and recently started her own podcast. Hope you enjoy today's episode. MSE Podcast is dedicated to talking about the hard stuff and facilitating the conversations necessary for growth, healing, transformation, and genuine community. Now it's your turn. My hope is that you finish this episode feeling empowered to continue the conversation with those around you. One way you can do that is by purchasing the MSE podcast conversation starters deck available at bygracenp.com. May these cards inspire you to speak out and be heard, and may you be authentically embraced for the uniqueness of your journey. Desiree, I am so excited to have you on the show to share your experience, your daughter's experience, and just to raise awareness on what it is like um, to raise a child with special needs. Um, So first of all, thank you for being a part of the show. Thank you. I'm very glad to be here. Yeah, so um, if you could um, just take a moment to enlighten us on your daughters. I know she has Lennox-Gastaut syndrome and shaken baby syndrome as well. Um, So if you can just enlighten me and my listeners on what those syndromes are and what all they entail.
1: Okay, so it's a list of things, so I'm going to try to narrow a lot of it down, but um, for the shaking baby syndrome, for a lot of people, they don't understand when you're an infant or a newborn, it's um, very important that you don't, you know, be really rough with the baby. Um, Oriana was shaken by her dad when she was seven weeks old, so that's Mm -hmm. how she... um, she was diagnosed with, um, shaken baby syndrome. Okay. But, um, she, with the shaking baby syndrome, there are a lot of things that came from that as far as like, um, cerebral palsy. Um, okay. she has, um, cortical vision impairment, which, which means she can see some, but she can see like shapes and shadows and, um, she does better if the lighting is dim. Okay. And then we have, um, Linus Gestalt syndrome, which, um, is a form of epilepsy but it's a severe it's let me say this it's all severe but this is um one that you have different types of seizures like you can have anything from a grandma seizure to a staring seizure Um, You have my um, clonic, tie you have just all kinds of seizures. And um, they're sometimes you have them back to back. Sometimes they last up to 30 minutes. Sometimes they last 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. Um, That's one of the most
2: difficult things for us is just trying to find different ways to combat that.
1: And when she has a rough day, what not to do with her and when she has a good day, how to take advantage of it.
0: Got you. Got you. Okay. Thanks for sharing that. Um, I was familiar with hearing about the Shaken Baby syndrome. I have an infant myself, so um I've heard a lot about that one, but I wasn't familiar with the Linux Gestalt. Um, how has your experience been as a caregiver?
1: So as a caregiver, um, it's been um different. Different days bring along different struggles, brings along you know, it brings along different um excitements about things Mm -hmm. and I just I realized that for me caring for my daughter um I've always been a little bit cautious but not too much but I'm more cautious with her okay I'm more um aware of things when something happens I like to make sure that she's not going to be too affected by it Okay. and I say too affected because it's hard to have a 100% not be affected at all got you so it's just difficult um sometimes trying to be an entrepreneur along with caring for Mm -hmm. a child yeah and um I mean that's just having a child period it doesn't matter if they have special needs or not Mm -hmm. and just trying to find the time to make sure you spend quality time um with her you know with your children especially for my daughter because there are certain things that I have to make sure that is done by the end of the day for her Whether it be medications you know her overall hygiene and care and just different things like that so as a caregiver it's just something that I have to make sure that not only am I giving her the time that she needs, but I have to make sure I'm also taking the time
0: that I need for myself. Got you. And how old is your daughter, if you don't mind me asking?
1: Oh, I don't mind. She um turned twenty one this past November. Okay.
0: Ever. Okay. Wow. I'm and I'm twenty one, so we're the same age. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. She's gonna be excited when I
0: tell her that. Oh yes, yes, that's so exciting. Um, yeah. Thanks again for sharing that. What would you say are the most common misconceptions or stereotypes that you've come across um, raising a child who has special needs?
1: Um, Some of the the misconceptions for me, what I see with people, Mm -hmm. is um, a lot of them, they they look like you shouldn't bring the child out the house. Mm -hmm. And there are situations where if a child is really severe, I can understand them being in the home and having to not be out in the public. But a lot of times, you know, people say, oh, you shouldn't have the child out in the rain, or you shouldn't have the child, you know, here, it's too hot, or it's this. As gotcha. parents, most of us know... Yeah, what the extreme is so just allow us to let our children be out in public it's yeah. okay they,
0: and be children out. it's
1: okay yeah. yes it is <laughs> yes. and so you know it's like you know it's okay we can do this a lot of other things that i see stereotypes is on um, working in on com- like on conventional jobs where if someone finds out that you have a special needs child it's almost like they feel like you can't do your job i've been passed really over for promotions and things like that because they just feel like you know you are going to have too much time off work but you can't. Do this. Instead you. of them allowing you to show your work ethics, they tell you what your work ethics is
0: going to be. God, they go ahead and make that judgment.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Wow. Wow. Hmm. Were there any um other misconceptions? I know those like cover a broad spectrum.
1: Yes. Um, um <laughs> working. A lot of times people would be like, "Oh, you're a working parent." Mm, yes
0: (laughs) i I have to yeah yeah.
1: i can't live off the the money that they send her for her disability what do you want us to do not travel you know it's just like yeah no i yeah i work you know or yes you know sometimes and don't get me wrong there have been times i haven't worked and i made the best choice that it was as a parent to care for her
2: yeah but i also take the opportunity when i
1: when i have nurses and things that to work So it's just like, you know, a lot of times they just feel like, oh, you shouldn't be working or, you know, certain things as a parent you shouldn't be doing for you, especially these children. So to me, that's kind of um, frustrating. Yeah. Like, yeah. my daughter plays sports. Well, she hasn't, in, like, the last two years, We're still trying to find somewhere to um, put her to play sports. But mm-hmm. we live in North Carolina now. We used to live in Georgia. And um, in Georgia, she plays sports all the time. She was in a little – they adapted, like, some of the programs. So mm-hmm. she played softball, and she played kickball. I mean, so she plays sports. I'll put her in.
0: Well, that's good. Yeah, that's really good. What would you say is the biggest lesson that your daughter has taught you so far?
1: Oh, God, there's so many. One is I'm definitely sure. patience.
0: I mean, you can tell all of them if you want to, but... Okay. Um, Patience is definitely one. I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> They're all kids. <laughs> yes.
1: When I tell you, I learned... Like, I always make a joke and I always say, you know, um, people like, want the microwave effect. When I tell you, she gotcha. taught me how to use the oven. Oh. It's just like, you know what? It's <laughs> <The> slow
0: cooker. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's pot. <laughs> Exactly.
1: It's just like, you know what? I need to have patience with certain things. She taught me Mm -hmm. that, you know, to, to appreciate life more. Yeah. She's taught me that as a parent, what love is, how Mm -hmm. deep your love can go for someone especially without even knowing when I was pregnant. Like, yeah. you know, it was like yeah. the love just kind of just comes there. And it's just like, oh, my God, you do know, you can love a person so much yeah. unconditionally and not expect anything from them. Absolutely. And Absolutely. so, you know, she's just taught me those type of things. She's taught me a lot about um, my view on people and not judging. Mm. Yeah. Um, she's also, she's calmed me down a lot, too. Before I had her, I was really like rough, you know, and I don't mean rough, like, like people be like, oh my God, I can't believe you get it, type of stuff. It's just that my, my, um, my demeanor, like when people will say stuff to me and things like that, like she really taught me how to approach people and speak
0: to people and what not to do. Got you. You know, Got because you. then I started thinking, you know, I don't want to buy a treat my child like that or I don't want this, you know, so I started thinking forward instead of just at the moment. Okay. Yeah. Like what kind of outcome is this going to have?
1: <laughs> yeah yeah Got exactly you. which is why i always tell people now if i do something and i know
0: and i've already thought about it and the consequence of so please do that yeah
1: because she makes you know as, as
0: parents they make us think oh yeah
1: what are we gonna do if this happens so i think that that's important as parents that we actually you know and you know none of us are, are you know perfect so mm-hmm. things happen and you slip up you know here and there but it's still overall you you realize that hey I have a child. Mm-hmm. This child needs me. Yeah. And I have to make sure that I make the best decision for him or her.
0: Absolutely. And is she your only child?
1: She is. I've okay. had other children but they um they they're, they passed away.
0: Okay. It's so I nice hear that. But she's not Thank you,
1: sweetie. She's she's my only living child.
0: Okay. Okay, got you. Got you. Well, I I must say I think you are doing an amazing An amazing job and just to continue working and um, seeing your blog and just the different things that you have going on. I definitely keep up, you know, on on social media since, you know, we were able to connect. Um, But I just think it's amazing what you're doing. And um, you and your daughter are just inspiring so many people. Um, And I'm just excited to see, you know, what all is in store for um, Oriana and uh, just... I'm just I'm just glad that we were able to connect, and um, I'm I'm glad that you have the opportunity to share your story, because um, I'm sure there are some other parents that may be going through the same or similar situation as you, and you know sometimes you just need somebody that can. When you hear them, it's like okay, will they get it?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm glad you're you're up here to share. And speaking of those that may be going through similar or the same situation as you, um, what is something that you would tell um, a parent that is that is going through that? Uh, there's a couple of
1: things. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I would tell a parent, um, and this is any parent, but especially for parents who are caring for um, children that have special needs. One is uh, remember to breathe and take time. Mm-hmm. Even, you know, a lot of times we always say, I don't have time for that. You yeah. have at least two minutes got you and remember to breathe it just quietly just breathe breathe mm-hmm. in breathe in slowly breathe in slowly out slowly just breathe it in and out because that helps you along the way throughout the day especially when you have so many responsibilities back to back going on
2: mm-hmm. it
1: really helps that's one thing that i would say another thing is reach out to people don't be ashamed to tell your story yeah. don't be afraid to say I need help um for a long time I thought I could do it by myself and I did but it was the most stressful times and the most overwhelming times for me yeah and I feel like I would have had it a lot easier if I just would have allowed my family that were offering to help to help me got you yeah. and you know there's a couple of other things um just two more things mm-hmm. that I feel are really important um as parents especially is making sure that we do not Um, allow others to dictate what our kids need to advocate Mm. for them
0: that's so that is very important
1: yeah because people will say your child don't need this Mm -hmm. but they don't know what your child needs because they're not in the home got you 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 go to every resource and you get every no that they give you until you get you a yes and if you don't you create it Mm. i like that that's the most. That's one of the most important things as a parent, I believe. Um, the other thing is just allowing your child to be a child, uh-huh. allowing them to make decisions and grow. That's yeah. important. Um, not to look at them as as the, sometimes the world looks at them like they can't do anything. Gotcha. Allow them to to mm-hmm. to know that they can do things.
0: Yeah, that's so good. Yeah, I. Um, yeah, even just in grade school, you know, I went to public school. Um, And just how kids that had special needs were viewed, not just by (laughs) students, but also teachers, um, would really bother me. Um, And so I'm just, I'm glad that I finally get a chance to speak to um, someone that actually has a child with with special needs. Um, And for you to say that, you know, that you can still empower them because they are able to make decisions, you know, and... Um, I, I just love that because I, I think it's much needed, not just in the school system, but just, um, in general, just seeing how people respond to those that may not look or act, um, or talk, you know, the way that they think, you know, kids should. Mm-hmm. I yeah. agree. Yeah. Um, how can family members and friends of loved ones that may have special needs, how can they help?
1: Um, first you want to, you want to make sure that they're, there to help, you know, okay. um, sometimes, and I say that because sometimes it, as family or friends, we
0: offer, but it's not an offer. It's okay. a, we think mm-hmm. we're supposed to say that. Okay. So you want to make sure that the person really is there for that when you reach out to them because you don't want to overwhelm them because they thought that was what they were supposed to say. Got you. Um, and there's no no shot against them.
1: It's just that you just want to make sure because they, they were really probably being genuine. They thought that it was the thing that they were supposed to do as a friend or a family member. Yeah. But um, one of the things is I think that family and friends can do is there's a couple. Mm-hmm. One, it it's okay to check on a person.
0: hmm
1: and not say, well, I know they're busy, so I'm not going to, you know, bother them today. They yeah. might need to be bothered
0: today.
1: Yep. <laughs> if not, if they don't, you know, if they don't answer or pick up, leave them a message. Yeah. They might need to hear that message later. They might be going through something and then maybe they don't feel like talking, but they know you cared enough to call. Yeah. So, and be understanding because... Mm-hmm. um we all are going through some, some form of struggle where they be, you know, with children or just, you know, through jobs or whatever, especially now during this time. So it's just nice to be, um, considerate. Absolutely. And I always tell people,
2: you know, it's okay to reach out. It's okay to do these things, but as family members and friends, also be considerate to, you know, don't call too late
1: because sometimes we're trying to get our time while the children are finally asleep Mm -hmm. or while they're (laughs) taking a nap for them 30 minutes, you know? Oh, yes. And we don't always want to just be on the phone. We might have something we want to do real quick. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I just want to say just just for people to be understanding, for them to realize that, you know, we love you Mm -hmm. and we're glad that you love us. But also understand that there's a bigger point to this when you have a child with special needs that their Mm -hmm. schedule is their schedule and you
0: have to be on it whether you want to be on it or not. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and I just feel like you know, just for them to be understanding and genuine when they, and when you do ask ask for help, for them to, because
1: I see this a lot. Um, I, I can say that my um, my family that are constantly, you know, there for us. I will say they don't do this, but I've seen it done before and it really bothers me. Mm -hmm. When you ask someone to do something, and I've had someone do me like this, though, but when you ask someone to do something, they sigh or grunt or say, okay, yeah, I can do it. That's the worst thing to do ever because now we don't want that help no more.
0: Yep. Yeah.
1: Because you're making it feel like we're bothering you when you asked if you could help.
0: Got you. Got you.
1: It makes us feel worse because we already don't want to feel like we're needy.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah, I can definitely see that. Those are those are all good. Um, You know, I just I like hearing from people that are actually going through these experiences on how family members and, and friends can help. And also to raise awareness, because, you know, you can kind of guess this is what I can do to help or to, you know, help spread awareness. But it's nothing like hearing it from the actual person. So mm-hmm. um, so I'm glad that you shared that. Um, Before I ask this last question, um, was there anything else in terms of awareness or maybe about your experience that you feel is important to share? Um, I never want my guests to leave with something that they feel is important for the listeners to know.
1: Okay. Um, I do want to say that uh, one thing is... When someone tells you that, because a lot of the kids when they're in school, they they participate in certain things like, you know how when your kid comes home and they're selling um, different types of um, things for the school for fundraising? Mm -hmm. Participate. Because the kids get really excited. They get gifts and things like that. Even if they don't sell enough to win, make up something, like an award or something. Like for my daughter, um, I used to work at a pediatric office. Mm -hmm. And they were taking up funds um, during the holiday time for a family. And so I had my daughter to reach out
0: to some of her uh, family members and her um, her friends, which were my friends, but you know, mm-hmm.
1: for, for me and her. When I say uh, me is us, I got you.
0: <laughs> and, uh,
1: <laughs> I got you. So it's just like um, I had her reach out. And I said, "This is what we're gonna say in the text message. This is what we're gonna do, and this is what we're raising it for." And then I contacted the um, the super the boss over the organization, and I said, "Hey." this is what my daughter's going to do. She done this. And I just wanted to see if um, I could buy her an award and you give it to her. And she was like, sure, absolutely. And then the next day she messaged me and she was like, um, you know what, Desiree, I'm going to go buy the award. I'm going to get the plaque for it. And we're going to um, have the manager it tomorrow. So, wow. you know, it's things like that, that you can always talk to them. They'd be more than willing to. And I, and, she did really good. She raised like seventy something dollars in like two days. Oh, that's good. So yeah. she did really well, and they were like, "Oh my god!" You know, she was excited about it. Got take pictures, yeah. and she was happy. Yeah, you know. So sometimes we just have to kind of think outside the box, so our tri- our children can participate in certain things that excite them too, so they can know that it's a- that you can give back, and this yeah. is how you give back, and that it's
0: a good feeling. Yeah, that's so sweet, and I love that. I didn't even consider that as an option. Um, yeah, that's
1: something that I think is important.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's that's really good. Not just for you know the parents, but also mm-hmm. those that may just be associated with the child or go to the school. Like that is an option to, um, go out of your way to you know make the kids who may not always feel as celebrated as the other kids to make them feel like they they've done something great too, which they have. Yes. Um, yeah, absolutely. So so absolutely. I love that idea. Um, and the other,
1: the last thing is um, mm-hmm. that I want to take away, that I would like for people to take away from this is if you have something that you know is important, please make people aware of it. Like, it's important for me to share my daughter's story. It's yeah. important for me to discuss her syndromes for Linus Gestalt Syndrome and Shaking Baby Syndrome. It's important because everybody's story is different. Yeah. Everybody's story is different about how they got their syndromes, mm-hmm. what they go through daily. Everything is. And my story may not resonate with some people, but it may resonate with others. Yeah. And that particular person's story may resonate with somebody else. Exactly. So it's always important to share. Your, your words are important. A lot of times people are like, well, I don't want to discuss that. You know, it doesn't matter. It matters.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. It does. And I'm hoping that, you know, this podcast can continue to be a platform for people to share um you know it's not it's not popular it's not something that you're gonna see in the media because it's not all glamorous um but there i believe there should be platforms for the not so glamorous stories um Mm -hmm. because that's where people resonate the most um and so i'm i'm hoping that this can continue to be a platform for people to share and just in line with that is my final question why do you feel that it's important to have these kinds of conversations
1: Well, um, I feel like it's important to have these conversations because when you talk about things Mm -hmm. and you communicate, then I feel like you're able to start um, being more comfortable. Yeah. When you have conversations like that and you become more comfortable, then it makes everything else easier. And for my, well, this is my personal opinion. I just feel like it makes things easier for you. It's just like people who are afraid and most people who are afraid, they're afraid because of the unknown. Yeah. So when you make people aware of things and if they allow themselves to say, "Okay, this is what this is, then it makes it easier for the conversations to start. It makes it easier for you to be more friendly. It makes it easier for you to be able to start a conversation without feeling uncomfortable. And I just feel like if you talk more about this, which I I think your platform is great because you share so many different stories, like, right? and some of the other um, people that you've had. on 'cause I listen to your podcast, some of the other oh, um, people it. that you have on, I'm like, oh my god! Like, even though I'm not married. I'm Mm -hmm. like, oh, my God, that's great information. Mm -hmm. I even know that for the future. You know, like, there's just certain things that even if you feel like, you know, it's not important for me, you may come across somebody that could be important for Absolutely. You may be able to say, hey, can you check this person out? Because they'll be able to help you. They'll be able to inspire you. They might be able to do this. They may have some resources for you. Exactly. They may be able to give you some information. So I think that that's why it's important to have these types of talks and communicate.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I really love that. That's that's amazing and thanks, you know, for for listening. Um I really appreciate it. Um yeah, I I love having this platform and being able to have these conversations that I've never had before and I kind of see it as like my listeners are able it's as if we're all sitting at the table and you know, you may not come across someone that is experiencing these kinds of things. And you may never have a conversation with them. But through the podcast, I feel like I'm giving my listeners an opportunity to have that conversation to say, you know, I've I've heard someone that has gone through this before. Um, And like you said, even if we don't experience it ourselves, we will find someone we will know someone in our lifetime that that will go through this or that knows someone. Um, So it's always good to know, like it doesn't hurt to be educated on things, even if it doesn't necessarily apply to you directly. Mhm. Yeah, so thank you so much again for coming on and just sharing your story, sharing your daughter's story and shout out to Oriana um who is just doing amazing things and who we are continuously rooting for and love so much um and you know we're just I know I'm proud of her just from the short time that we've been connected. I have like followed on on social media and I'm just so inspired by her story and your story and um, I just know there are great things ahead as, you know, there have been great things in the past as well. So keep doing what you're doing, um, Desiree. And um, yeah, I just I feel like amazing things are going to are going to happen for the both of you and just for your business and everything. So um, thank you again for being a part. Where can people find you on social media?
1: So for me, I am on um, a couple of platforms. One of them okay. is Instagram under um, Desi underscore May, which is D E S I E underscore M A Y E. And um, I'm also on Facebook for, um, I have a group on there called Conversations with Desi May. Mm-hmm. And on there, we can have all, kind of, all kinds of topics that, um, we discussed i just started the group a couple of weeks ago it's been about a week that i've started like really being active in it
2: mm-hmm.
1: but i created it a while ago and i you know sometimes we are all, our own setback and yep. i had to tell myself it's okay to start it you know
2: mm-hmm. and um i finally started it and i just post in things whether it be affirmation
1: for the day, or saying good morning or i'll ask questions and it's a place where if people want to ask private questions i can post it up for them anonymously and then people can give them feedback or help or something That's like amazing. that Mm-hmm. So it's uh it's kind of it's it I think it's going really well because like I said you know it took me a while to even get it started so
0: mm-hmm.
1: I think that it's going well and it's just me trying to make sure that not only am I trying to grow I'm trying to help other people grow as well yes and then um my other um my daughter has um Instagram which you know about mm-hmm. she's on Instagram though under Anna De Aja, which is A N N
0: A underscore De D E A J U A okay and I'll have all of these links in the episode description for you all to stay connected. Um and you won't regret it. Um again, like it's always good to be educated and um just to sometimes you need other people's stories to keep you level-headed um and not I mean just naturally we can just kind of become self-centered and just become so focused on what we're going through and not saying that it's not important but sometimes like seeing other people's stories will kind of remind you like okay you know it really isn't that bad um you know and just to be inspired by other people I think is so important so I'll have those links in the um in the episode description for you all to connect with Desiree and to join her her group which I think is amazing um and yeah so thank you so much again for being a part of the show and thank you to everyone for tuning in make sure that you connect with Desiree on social media did you enjoy this episode I'd love for you to continue the conversation with those around you One way you can do that is by purchasing the MSE podcast conversation starter stick available at bygracenp.com. Be sure to leave a review on one of MSE's listening platforms. Share with a friend and join the My Sentiments Exactly podcast community on social media at MSE podcast. The podcast is available for listening on all major streaming platforms bygracenp.com and on my mobile app. Hope to hear from you soon.